This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. And before we get to the episode today, I want to invite you to sign up for my free five-day Get Focused Challenge. It's going to be happening September 20th through the 24th, 2021. Five days to better focus so you get more done. You can register for free by going to my website, mrproductivity.com, clicking the banner at the top of the page, register today, and let me help you get more focus so you can become more productive. Just hop on over to mrproductivity.com. Best-selling author Harry Maurer has spent years testing programs and resources for use in his own entertainment business. The success of his book, On Your Own But Not Alone, 50 Free and Low-Cost Resources for Entrepreneurs and Small Businesses, inspired him to produce his own podcast called The Enlightened Entrepreneur, where each week he provides his listeners with another free or low-cost tool or resource to help them succeed. Harry, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Guy. It's good to see you. We go way back, and I don't remember how we actually met. I know you're a magician, and I think it was, if I remember correctly, was it a Glazer Kennedy Inner Circle meeting we went to at one time? It could be. It could be. I mean, I, th- that's one of the one of the business groups that I remember going to, and um, and I liked Glazer Kennedy. I, I mean, I really liked uh, um, uh, you know their their marketing stuff. Hmm. And I went to a couple of your shows and it's, you know, I don't, you're the only magician I know. And it's pretty cool to, to see the, the, the shows up close. And I've been to your house and you've done some magic tricks in front of me. And I'm like, how do you do that? And it's just amazing. And uh, so I'm glad we met. I'm glad you're on the show today. Now, are you still a magician? I am. I still I still perform, obviously, because of COVID, things have slowed down a lot. But I've been helping a lot of other entertainers and a lot of re, um, lot of venues uh, to help them get more business and be able to do business during this downtime. One of the things that I was doing was I, I had actually found a company that helps theaters by providing them with two uh, with 4K cameras, two robotic 4K cameras and engineers in California remotely will live edit the show for them so that they can stream it in a professional format. And the cost was unbelievable to me because we actually negotiate, I actually negotiated this with them so that theaters could use it. And I think it came to something like $149 per shoot, Mm. which you can't get a crew in there for that. And this is, this, these are professional Hollywood editors editing this like a TV show and you're able to stream it on any platform you want. So that's one of the things I was doing during this, during this downtime. Another one is there's, um, there's some uh, restaurants that have large banquet halls and I have been redesigning the banquet hall as a theater and we're actually presenting uh, i think we've got four different shows coming up in the next two months in their restaurants so we actually create a dinner show for them to be able to bring people in on an off night and be able to create an evening of comedy and magic for them so that's one of the uh, the other projects i've been working on i have seen a couple of videos there's a video channel out there on youtube that is like news bloopers and inevitably they have one of these automated cameras that doesn't like do what it's supposed to do. So the guy, you know, supposed he's walking back to the main desk and the camera's like 
focus there or it'll just pan too quickly. I mean, it's, it's technology. It's not perfected, but I, you know, and they make light of it. That's one thing that, you know, when you're on live TV, just like, Oh no camera over here, I'm over here. And you can see the guy gesturing, um, you know, it's technology. And I, I, when it fails like that, I think it's kind of hysterical. It, it, it is. I mean, this is a little bit better than that because it's actually a joystick where he's actually doing this. I mean, I have a robotic camera right here that you and I are looking at right now that if, a, if it uses hand signals and uh, I can have it zoom out or I can zoom in or it will follow me. You know, if I start moving, it'll follow me. And it's really impressive. I mean, what it does is really kind of cool. Um, and again, the technology that's out there is really kind of scary. It's really kind of scary. Now, I read your introduction, free and low-cost tools, because we live in the age of 2021. There is so many things out there. Some of them are expensive and good. Some of them are expensive and bad. Then you have some free tools and some low-cost tools. But a lot of entrepreneurs, they get into the game of entrepreneurship, and they well, these are the big gorillas in the room and they're very expensive, but they're not the only option. So what are some of your free or low cost tools that entrepreneurs can use to promote their business? Well, there's, you know, it's interesting because there's a lot of tools out there that are professional and you don't realize that they have free options as well. For example, I think every business needs a customer relationship management program, you know, to be able to keep track of their their customers and their interactions with them and their emails and everything they send out to them and uh, the, the uh, recording their their um, conversations that they have with their 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 clients. And they're very expensive. You know, if you went out and got them, they'd be very expensive. And one of the major players is called HubSpot and it's very expensive. However, what people don't realize is that HubSpot has a free option that allows you 1 million contacts completely free. And it has everything that most uh, major uh, customer relationship management programs have and uh, available to you, including an online uh, um, chat function, uh, forms for, for online. It's just really impressive what they have. That's just one of the, the things. In fact, I put five of them together in a, a, a program for, uh, for entrepreneurs, and I, I do I do sell it, but if you'd like, I'd be more than happy to give it to your listeners if they want. And it's actually uh, it's actually five resources, including HubSpot, and including things that will allow you to design um, logos and promotional materials and things like this. And everything that I'm providing is completely free. And it, you know, if if that's something that would interest you, I'd be more than happy to provide that for your listeners for for free. I, well, I thank you for that. And I, I love HubSpot. Matter of fact, I've been with HubSpot for probably five or six years. And you're right. They have a forever free plan. And one year I decided to pay for it. And you know what? I didn't use any of the paid features. I'm like, why am I paying for this thing? And they give me all this stuff for free. And they just released a new feature the last couple months, which is on the free plan where like I have podcast guests such as you, I don't want you being added to my my CRM. No offense. Right. You're a podcast mm -hmm. guest. I want my clients in there. But now when you use the Gmail uh, extension, you can actually, before you send an email, say, okay, don't add this to my uh, my HubSpot. And it'll remember it. So every time you email that person, it doesn't add it because I don't want to have my my, my HubSpot 
full of podcast guests and other things like that. I want that specifically for clients. And I don't have a million clients. I don't have a million contacts. And that's one thing they just recently added. They have an app, a tremendous app that you can actually send messages from your phone and they're tracked and added to your contacts automatically. So, I mean, I cannot believe that the forever free plan is so powerful. Usually they they make it like forever, like they make their plan light, but a lot of features that you pay for, I'm a one-man operation. I would never use these other features. And to your point, I love HubSpot. Yeah, HubSpot is good. There's a new one that I'm actually reviewing right now that I really, really am very impressed with, only because I've always had paid um, uh, CRM systems. And so for me to go to HubSpot and I was using it and experimenting with it. And although I liked it and had so much flexibility, sometimes it's too flexible, which is confusing. There's too many options that makes it very confusing. Um, I, I went to a uh, pipe drive was one of them. I went to SalesMate, which is another one. And finally I went to one that's it's a, actually, it's a very expensive system, but it's called uh, high level. And it's scary good. I mean, it's unbelievable. It does everything. I mean, it ha- actually designs your web, uh, your websites for you uh, using the exact same engine that ClickFunnels uses. You know, so it's 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 really top quality, and their their customer service is unbelievable. However, there is a there. It's expensive. It's extremely expensive. However, there is a new system that I'm just experimenting with right now, just for the podcast and be able to recommend it to other people. And also, I'm going to set it up for my wife for her business, and it's called System.io. I believe I'm saying that correctly, and I believe it's System with an E on the end of it. And it has so many great features. And uh, unlike HubSpot, which allows you a million contacts for free, this allows you 2,000 contacts for free before they start charging you. But let's face it, if you're a business and you have 2,000 contacts, you're going to start making some money. And at that point, to pay $29 a month for a great system that has everything uh, built into it, that you don't need to have external systems to be able to, to run your business. I mean, it's, it's, it's economical, and I think it's a, it's a terrific program. Does your to-do list have you overwhelmed? When you join my digital productivity coaching program, you'll learn how to get and stay focused, become untangled from the chaos of your to-do list, experience less overwhelm, and have time to do what you really want to do. Sign up today by clicking the coaching tab at mrproductivity.com. One of the programs I use, which again is not cheap, is Kajabi. I'm a Kajabi partner. I left WordPress back in uh, June of 2019. And I have my website, my blog, my podcast, my membership, my course, my email marketing, all under one roof. When I was first introduced it, I'm like, that's expensive. But when I added all the other features, all the other costs of the other things I was doing, it got expensive. Mm-hmm. Plus, Kajabi makes sure everything works. And they about two months ago, they they added Kajabi Podcast. So I was able to leave Libsyn where I hosted my podcast. And everything's under one roof. Everything's an email automation. And I love it. But to your point earlier, it's not cheap. It's very expensive. I pay $1,900 a year. But I pay for a year in advance. And it's the, the best deal. And for my business and what I'm doing, it works for me. And I think that's, I think you'd agree on this. You got to figure out what works for you. HubSpot works for me and I'm not going to pay for HubSpot. So I think as an entrepreneur, small business owner, you don't have to go for the biggest thing, but you got to figure out before you start looking. And I'd like to know your thoughts on this. I think you should sit down and go, what do I need a system to do instead of going out and looking for what's out there? 
figure out what you need and then go look. Is that the order, the right order? I really think you should look and see what's out there and what features they have because they may have things that you that things that you never thought of that you say, wow, that would be really handy to be able to have. Sometimes it can be overwhelming. There's too many features. There's too many features. Now you're using Kajabi. If you looked at System IO, you'll be surprised to find out they have course programs built into it. They have a website design programs built into it, and it's an all an integrated system. You may actually consider it. Because that's what they're doing is they're trying to pull people away from these expensive programs. You know, a lot of people buy programs. There's a lot of people who just jump after the shiny objects. They have shiny object syndrome. And because of that, they'll go and find a program. Ooh, this is kind of neat and new. And they'll go buy it. And I did that a lot. I mean, I don't mind doing that because I think they're fun. I find really interesting things that are, that are really handy. But sometimes you say, you know what? I can find something a lot less expensive to be able to do what I'm doing. You know, one of the one of the things that um, that that I wanted to do is, um, for example, I'll give you an example. My show, my theater show, I wanted to be able to transcribe that and be able to have take the videotape, have it transcribed as a text document, so I can go through it and I can make some edits in it and say this needs to be punched up a little bit. I'm going to add some more jokes here, some more routines here. I think it would be better if I move things over here and just balancing out my show to be able to have somebody transcribe your podcast for you or your whatever, uh, you know, it can cost a lot of money. You know, um, if you used a, if you used Rev, are you familiar with Rev? Yes, I am. Rev charges 25 cents a minute to be able to do that. And, and because of that, you know, and it's not perfect, but it's good enough. And I'm, I'm impressed. I mean, I remember paying people 20, 30, 50 bucks to be able to do some transcriptions for me. And now I can do this for you know, $10, you know, or whatever I, I, it may end up costing me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there are, there are services out there that people are not aware of and they're not aware of them because they may, may not necessarily have the budget to be able to promote uh, as expensively as Coca-Cola could, you know, but they're very good programs and they're, they're very dependable. Um, there are, there are certain programs out there. For example, I mean, I needed a logo, I needed a logo for uh, one of my businesses that I was doing for that streaming company that I wanted to be able to send it to different theaters and have them come through me so I can introduce them to the other people and explain the process to them. And I needed to have a logo designed. And I found a company that will actually be able to design professional logos. I mean, really impressive logos, very simply, and it costs $2.99 per logo. And they're impressive logos. So, you know, there's a lot of things out there that are, that are available to people and they don't know. One of the things that keeps people from switching, for example, you're now with Kajabi. Years ago, when they had word processing programs like WordPerfect and Word, uh, and they had WordStar, it didn't matter which one you used. They all did exactly the same thing. But whatever one you were used to using was the one that you were dedicated to. And that's the one you wouldn't want to switch from because you're comfortable with it. And because of that, even though the other programs work exactly the same way, even the same buttons and the same uh, short keys and things like this, you're comfortable with that one program and you don't switch. A lot of companies are giving away programs for free or at least trying to get you integrated into their system because they know that you're going to be dedicated to them. If you're using it, I mean, to switch from one CRM system to another is really a lot of work. I mean, it's really a lot of work to move everything over, redesign all of your templates, all of your letters, all of your, uh, your, your system. But once you're in there and you're happy with it, you know, there's, you're not going to move. 
So that's what they do. That's what they why they want to offer it to you for free. Interesting. And you brought up transcription. Someone introduced me to a company called Otter because I, I transcribe all my podcasts. Now they're it's all AI. They're not perfect, but they get you like ninety five percent of the way there. And so I can get transcripts. Now no one reads the transcripts on my website. It's more for Google, but I pay ninety nine bucks a year. And I get like 6,000 minutes a month. I've never even come close to that. But mm-hmm. to your point, back in the day, you had someone actually listening to it. They, no one listens. Well, I guess you could pay someone a lot of money to listen to every word, but they've got to speak the exact dialogue you do because like yeah. people in the South speak different than people in the North. And I, I figure I'm a big fan of automation as a productivity guy. If you can automate it, I'm like automate it. If you can get someone to do it and automation is a fraction of the cost. So we talked about a couple ideas. Give me one more uh, free or low cost tool that our listeners can use for their business. Uh, good question. I I like you know some of the images that I use uh, for for online promotions and and even in, in print promotions. Sometimes you want to remove the background of the image, mm-hmm. and unless you have something like Photoshop and you know what you're doing, it can be a very laborious process and very expensive to do. Uh, to be able to have the programs to do this. There's a program. It blew my mind. It's called Remove BG, which <laughs> remove background. And all you you don't even push a button. Literally, you open up the program and you open up the, uh, the, the, the website, which is remove.bg. And all you do is drag your photo into it and the background's gone. You don't do anything. It's gone. And it's scary good. It was better than I actually paid people to remove backgrounds for me. This did a better job. And again, it costs absolutely nothing. I I have a, a pro membership for Canva and they do the same thing, remove the background. And I sit there and watch it. I'm like, how, how does, how do they, how do you tell a computer to remove the background. I mean, I'm just blown away. I mean, it's a real simple thing, but it's not really a simple thing. Somebody had to prevent, create the code that knew this is the object that stays there. The background, this we need to remove. I mean, I'm just amazed at some of these coders that they can create these programs. It looks so simple to us. We push a button, but I can't imagine the code behind this, behind the scene. It's gotta be scarily long. Well, what, what amazes me is that even between your individual hairs, it finds the background, you know, where most, most programs will miss all of that. And you'll, you'll it kind of looks blotchy and stuff and, yeah. and the feathering on the edges of the, the, the image to be able to make it look really good. It, it's really tough to do. So I'm, I'm really impressed. And that's one of those programs again, that I, I, I put on the podcast. Cause I, every week I find something that's fun, you know, and just blows my mind. So your podcast is called what again? It's called the enlightened entrepreneur. And, you know, nobody can spell entrepreneur. <laughs> so so what I do is, is, is if you go to www.enlightened-e.com, you'll go to the main site. And there has the links to the uh, to the to the podcast. I remember when I was fired from my job back in July 2005, I decided to become an entrepreneur. I didn't couldn't say it, couldn't spell it, but I wanted to be one. Now I can, obviously, because of what I do. But it's funny because it's that one of those words, entrepreneur. And what's interesting is I, I pay for Grammarly Premium, so that's why my writing looks so good because they they keep me on the straight and narrow. But they don't know the word solopreneur. So I got to spell an entrepreneur and then... I had to highlight entree and type in S-L-L-O. It's like, folks, this is September 2021. Why isn't solopreneur in your Grammarly dictionary? I don't understand that. 
Hey, you, listening to the Mark Stuchowski Podcast, thank you so much for doing so. I really appreciate it. But are you a Mark Stuchowski insider yet? This is my free email newsletter, and you can sign up right now by going to MrProductivity.com. M-I-S-T-E-R, MrProductivity.com. I don't get it. I mean, there's, there's, it's funny because, you know, I can write certain words over and over and over again, but I can, I constantly, every time I have to write it, I can't spell it. One of them is colleague. I don't know why colleague is so difficult for me to spell. Well, I love my iPhone because it'll. I have the suggested type on there because I'm not the greatest typer in the world. And so people think, oh, Mark's such a good typer. No, I just have automation aids that are helping me. So before we wrap up today, I got to ask you this question because I don't remember what the answer was. How did you get into magic? Because you are, a, you are a phenomenal magician and you add humor. Now, we've all seen those boring magicians or worse, the magicians that don't talk at all. I don't like those guys. You have a personality. I, I got to see you perform a couple times here in Houston. You are a remarkable showman. Uh, so how did you get into magic? You know, I started learning magic when I was a kid. I mean, oh. my grandfather was one who used to pull coins out of my ears. And he wasn't a magician. He was just a grandfather. But he taught me how to do that. And I would do it for friends. And they started, you know, being very impressed by it. And I was kind of a wallflower. You know, when I was in school, I wasn't the kind of person who was a very gregarious person. I was sort of in the background. But magic sort of brought me out of my shell. And because of that, I started performing. And by the time I was... uh when I was in high school, they used to let me out at lunchtime to work nightclubs down on the Jersey, Jersey Shore, you know, where, where I lived in New Jersey. And so magic kept snowballing. I mean, it started with small little birthday parties with kids, as you know, most magicians do. But then it started with larger groups and then company events and then conventions and then um, uh, and trade shows for, for different companies and even online TV uh, product uh, demonstrations that I would do magic with. And eventually... I started working nightclubs, which is what I always dreamed of doing. I loved the idea of working in front of a real crowd in a casino showroom or or on on a, a place where it would have dinner shows. And and when I was in college, I I went to college and studied theater. And it was funny because I wanted to be an architect up until that point. I really want you know in my mind, I had in the back of my mind, I was going to be an architect. And I sat down with my uh, high school counselor who went through all these different tests and stuff like this. And she said, no, according to your test, your entertainment is perfect for you. And so she actually set up an interview for me for the, it's called the Mason Gross School of the Arts. At the time, it was called the School of Creative and Performing Arts. And they accept only 50 people a year, 25 in the acting department and 25 in the production department. And I surprisingly got past uh, the first initial uh, uh, block of people and I had to be interviewed and I went and I was interviewed and I said to them, look, I am not here to be an actor. I'm here to learn principles of theater to enhance my magic because I'm a magician and whether or not they were tickled by that or whatever, they accepted me. And I, I started studying, studying with some of the greatest Broadway uh, coaches, uh, acting coaches, voice coaches, movement coaches, costume designers, set designers, lighting uh, people. And during college, I started, uh, I auditioned and I got the job at the Playboy Club in New York performing two shows a night, three shows Friday, three shows Saturday. Wow. Now, what that meant is I went to classes from eight, eight in the morning until five at night jumped in the shower, drove an hour to New York, did two shows a night, 
and then caught catnaps between shows, did my homework in the dressing room when I could, and then had to get back to, to go to an 810 class the next morning. Oh. And I did this for, for three years. And then, and I kept getting offers to work on cruise ships and I kept turning it down. And the dean of my college found out about this and she called me into her office and she said, she said, most of the people here in this school are going to end up being waiters and waitresses while they wait for an opportunity to be able to do what they want to do. You're already being offered. You're doing it and you're already being offered other stuff. We will give you a sabbatical if you want. And I was like, okay. And she said, we'll give you one year. You know, if you want to, if you want to come back after a year, come on back, but otherwise we'll give you a year. And uh, I, I, she said, the next time the offer comes up, go ahead and take it. So I got an offer for the cruise ship and the phone call was Harry, pack your bags. You're leaving for Haiti. I said, when he says tomorrow, Oh, my, my agent in New York. <laughs> so I had to pack my bags and I flew uh, to meet the ship. And they flew me to St. Martin, my equipment to Houston, Texas, and my clothes to, uh, I think it was to St. Martin or something. So uh, I can't remember. But it was three different places. Finally, I got my clothes so I could actually walk on stage, and I made all of my props. Oh. And I actually had to make everything because I didn't have any equipment with me. So I made everything I could do to be able to do a show. I did my first show, and my agent calls me laughing and says, Harry, they, they've extended you. They, they liked what you did. And then finally, I got my equipment. I was able to do the real stuff that I do. So, I, I, you know, I've, I've been very, very fortunate to be able to do what I do. I know this is a long explanation, but I, I do I do love what I do. Well, I mean, I'm a, I'm a performer, and I love audience interactive comedy magic. Well, if anyone has an opportunity to see you perform, you're incredible. Your humor is incredible. It would not be a waste of your time. So if you get a chance to see Harry, I'm giving you my recommendation. He is a uh, a great performer. So Harry, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate you being here. Well, thanks again, Ski. It's great to see you again, and I hope we get the chance to, to, to connect again. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your time and attention for listening to this episode of the Mark Stucheski podcast. Hey, are you a Mark Stucheski insider yet? This is my free email newsletter where I will send you value multiple times a week. And I promise you, every time I send an email out to my insiders, it always has value. So if you want to sign up, absolutely free. Just head on over to mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com.